Hey anomalies. Hey anomalies. Hey Dina. Hey. What's been going on? Uh, you know. Mm-mm. Just doing stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh. Trying to stay busy. What's been going on in Texas? Uh oh. They had the snow apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. We, there, it um, actually, I was blessed and highly flavored, and what? I had <laughs> highly what? I did say flavored. Okay, let me do it right. I was blessed and highly favored, and um, I only experienced like I woke up one morning during all of the issues and there was no power and then like an hour later power came back on and that was the only issue i i had water and i don't want to you know say too much i was blessed i it wasn't really affected it was cold though i was i just looked at my electricity bill like is my joint gonna be high sky high from running the heat because your girl had the heat on that 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 happened well, y'all say what y'all want to say, but it's still warm in Florida. Whatever. Lucky Whatever. you. It got. It did get cold. It was forty degrees outside. Girl, shut your mouth. Oh Lord, have mercy. What What is going on in the Florida? <laughs> well, you know, down here in Florida, they act like it's not a pandemic going on, so everything <laughs> is basically working as usual. You know, some places require you to have on a mask but you can go some places and, and you see people walking around like see that's why i don't go outside because mm-hmm. these people down here at like the pandemic is not an actual thing so i'm gonna just say that it's the white people they <laughs> that don't have on a mask well i will say that i see both here it's one, but not the, one, not the people in Texas think they some cowboys, which is they think they white kind of. <laughs> there was black cowboys. Stop it! They I know there was black cowboys, and they do. They're okay. acting like them. Oh well, they 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 uh yeah, we're not gonna go there. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we love you, Texas. People, what you call them? Texans. Texans. Yeah. Texans. Anyway. You gotta say it like that, though. You gotta say it like that, Texans. Texans. So. Anyway. What? Uh, what? Uh, let's take a commercial break, and we'll come back with the topic of the day. Back. Yes, we are. We are back. And, and we, we got a guest. Yes, a special guest. A very, very special guest. Specialist of the specialist guest. <laughs> 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 special, yes. So uh, today we have with us Miss Keon. Keonji. Just hey. unapologetically Keith. Uh, our bestest Estee, and 
she is here to discuss with us what Vina? are you ruining your skin hmm. so we're gonna be talking about some skincare i like it yeah i like it i really like it a great topic we have Kira G, an anomalous black woman, here today to talk about are you ruining your skin? <laughs> yes, I like it. <laughs> yeah, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. <laughs> yes. Come on with the energy. I'm Love always you. in a good place when I'm around you guys. Love you. That's uh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what's what's it uh, like out there in Nevada? It's cold and it's dry. Mm. It's it's horrible for your skin. <laughs> oh, look at there! Yeah. First horrible. Tip. Yeah. First tip. Okay, so you like the skin likes moist. The skin likes moisture. Humidity is great for the skin because humidity is constantly adding moisture to the skin, which Nevada has none. So it's real dry out here. So okay. even if you thought you had oily skin, you will come to Nevada and you will find out that you have alligator skin. <laughs> so basically you should think about your skin and not where you want to live. Exactly. The environment definitely affects your skin. Wow. That that was a nugget. Y'all got that nugget. It it wasn't planned. That was just something that came out of this introduction. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad we recorded this. What'd you say? Tasha, our quote of the day. Our quote of the day? Beauty is in the skin. Take care of it. Oil it. Clean it. Scrub it. Perfume it and put on your best clothes, even if there is no special occasion, and you'll feel like a queen. If society is hard on you, fight back by pampering your skin. Skin is political. Otherwise, why would the imam order us to hide it? And that is by Fatima Mernisi. How do y'all feel about that? That's definitely true. Perfume part. Um, I didn't like the perfume of the skin, but yeah. maybe they weren't talking about the face. They were talking about your body. Everything else she said was on point. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Skin is definitely political because mm-hmm. it's the first thing people see. Absolutely. And that, that can go a lot of different ways. Yeah. Your skin determines how somebody is going to interact with you. Something. Absolutely. That's wild. But even even if it's not color, though, honestly, you're like whether you when you have beautiful skin, when right. your skin is glowing, yeah. versus right. if you have acne skin or it's broken out, or uh, it does affect the way that people interact and the way that they treat you. Definitely, not just the color. Mm-hmm. So the proper term is acneic. Yes. Awesome. Okay. I just learned something else. Look at that. Um, well, tell, tell us, how did, how did you get into this industry? I was already in the medical field and I was looking for a career change. And my daughter decided after <laughs> finishing her degree that she wanted a career change. 
I will yeah, that's another podcast. But anyway, so um she was interested in the beauty industry and um when I was going with her to investigate her schools, I I began to get interested um in it as well, just on a different level because of the science involved and um the different machines and things that were involved in skin. Um I just got like really, really interested and passionate about it. Um, and so I, I decided to go to esthetology um, school and then continued and went to some other schools after that. And yeah, now it's a continued journey for me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Um, another of your many accomplishments. Uh, yes. <laughs> This is one of my favorites, so. <laughs> That's um, awesome. What's the best part about what you do? I love that I get to still be engulfed in science. I get mm-hmm. to figure out how things work on a cellular on a cellular level, which is something that I am very passionate about. It's what I, I love to do. But mm-hmm. it's not I don't get to I don't have to tell people that they're sick anymore. It's me taking what I've learned over the years and being able to empower people to make them feel good on the inside and the outside. Um, just with different things, with illnesses, you know, because your beauty is affected as you get older, your beauty is affected as your health changes, your beauty is affected by your genetics. And these are all things that I've experienced. And so I know how it made me feel when I was going through my skin issues. And so I love being able to help other women feel beautiful, but actually correct their skin concerns versus just covering them up with makeup. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, and that's, that's true. Um, Cause a lot of people do do that. And um, if I correct uh, makeup looks better on healthy skin absolutely mm-hmm. it's like a canvas if yeah. you you can paint on anything but when you have a clean smooth surface the the ability to create textures and you know it's it you have more vast abilities and what you can create is the same thing as the template of your face mm-hmm Awesome. That's good. That's good. So I'm curious, like what pains you the most um, oh. <laughs> that your clients do? Like what practices <laughs> they do pains you the most? It's, it's like three things that like cringe my spirit. One, I hate to hear black don't crack. Because it may not crack, but it will pickle and it will do a whole lot of other things that we got other skin problems. So when when black women don't take their skin seriously at a younger age, it's it's at now it aggravates me. But I was that 20, 30 year old that you washed my face with Dove. So, you know, I didn't know any better. I listened to my mom tell me Vaseline, everything, you know, but <laughs> That's not, and then I'm light skinned, so I got a whole nother issue, you know, a whole nother list of issues. Cause I mean, I'm not melanated or protected. Uh, so I'm <laughs> out here wrinkled. So anyway, 
Uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is sunscreen, regardless of whether you're light skin, dark skin, black, white, Indian, you should you you need to use some type of sunscreen because um, no matter where you live, because of the environment that we are in currently, the sun is everywhere. We don't have layers of atmosphere protecting it. So there are ozone, UV rays, free radicals that are created on your face. And so the sun is damaging your skin, even as you're driving in your car. Um, so it's really important to use a sunscreen, either in your makeup or something on an everyday basis. And then the third thing is just having a skincare routine. Again, washing your face with soap. Any kind of soap is really not good. Um, so it spend the money. You know, there are some really good inexpensive skincare systems out. But do take the time to use skincare products on your face. Um, use body products on your body and skincare products on your face. So those are the the three biggest things that I could that I could tell someone if they don't if they want to just do the minimum, those will be the three things. What um what proof of sunscreen like what level? Uh, the minimum is at least a 15. And for um for actually African American women or mm-hmm. Women of color, which let me break it down. Women of color is everybody but non-white women. I mean, everybody but white women. So mm-hmm. quiet as it's kept. Asian, Indian, all of y'all are women of color. Right. So that means you need to have a physical sunscreen. And a physical sunscreen is going to actually block the sun from, you know, it's not going to protect the skin. It's going to actually block the sun rays from actually even penetrating the skin. So if you can find a physical sunscreen, mm-hmm. um, that's that would be the best. And there's actually one called Unsun that's a Black-owned company. Um, if you want to check them out. So do we need to wear uh, body lotion with sunscreen in it too? Yes. If your skin is exposed then you should wear sunscreen anywhere where your skin is exposed to the sunlight or even if you have thin clothing on, you should use the sunscreen. Um, Free radicals are created everywhere on the body. So, you know, you can still have, you know, get skin cancer and things on the other areas of your body, which are more prevalent actually than even on your face. So you definitely want and and usually, like I said, especially your driver's side, because that's what we, we forget. And a lot of times we spend a lot of time in our cars. Mm-hmm. So you got to protect that driver's side or tint your windows. One of the two. Can you tell the audience what a free radical is? A free radical is something that is going to damage the skin. It um it. It's the way that the UV rays of the sun interact with the skin and they create skin damage. Um, and you can combat that by using like vitamin E. Uh, vitamin E is the best way. Vitamin C also like a L-sorbic acid will actually um, combat skin damage and sun damage and also reverse skin damage and sun damage. If you have, if you know, if you're starting to get like those leathery skin and stuff like that then um you gotta you gotta use a stronger vitamin c to help to combat that but it's basically the damage in your on your skin but you can get free radicals in your body too but that's just you know created a different way but it's Mm -hmm. stuff that causes cancer eventually
Well, age 20, what's the most important part of their regimen or their skincare? 20s. The most important part in the 20s is to have one. Um, you, you need to wash your face regularly. You need to have a skincare routine because um, you start to lose the volume and um, your um, your your tension in your muscles because you don't do a lot of work on your face. And most of the work you do is drawing the muscles down and causing the wrinkles, not, you know, exercising the muscles. So definitely doing some type of skin um, massages, facial massages, getting facials once a month, that type of thing. Just really paying attention to your skin in your 20s is going to help you down the line when you start to um, lose that, um, that uh, excuse me, the um, volume in your, in your face and, and as your skin starts to lose its elasticity. Okay. Age 30. Mm-hmm. What's the most important tip? The most important thing in the 30s is collagen building. So you want to make sure that you're paying attention to the collagen and the fibroblasts because you begin to lose a lot of the collagen, which again, helps with the elasticity and the tautness of your skin. So you want to make sure everything you do is working your muscles if you have any type of, you know, skincare, like muscular machines, again, getting regular facials, um, moisturizers that have ceramides in it, because ceramides help with the cholesterol and the fat in your skin and in your cells, which is what you need to help to keep that volume. Um, if you start to see the volume sagging, um, there's like machine work you can do. You don't have to go get a facelift or anything like that. They're non-invasive um, like radio frequency machines that will go in and help to break up the um, collagen so that it will look for collagen pairs. So it will help to rebuild the collagen. So that would be the main thing in the thirties, just to continue having a, a skincare routine. Okay. Uh, the most important age group is coming up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and sunscreen always, sunscreen always. Age 40, most important tips for a skincare regimen. I'm listening. <laughs> age 40 you have to have a skincare regimen that is looking at adult acne so some type of salicylic acid um the way that you know that you're experiencing adult acne when you're old when you're in your 20s you'll get acne here in your face your jawline that area when you hit 30 and 40 adult acne happens on your chin here and your neck and it's usually like a cystic um more painful uh acne um, I also feel like in your 40s, you should do some type of like, I, I always pronounce this wrong, but it's G-A-U-S-H-U, Gosha, but it's a, it's a technique where you basically, oh, okay. using a, yeah, it's a, it's a, not a J roller, but it's a, it's that flat tool. It's like a stone. And you use the technique and you drag and it helps with lymphatic drainage, but it also helps to build um, the elasticity in the skin. It helps with the collagen building, all of those things. So that's also, to me, one of the things that help to keep the wrinkles away. Um, an eye cream, you definitely should have a good eye cream, a good moisturizer because you start to lose that collagen and things in your 40s. And then also, again, something, some type of 
CE ferulic acid or some type of vitamin C and vitamin E product that's going to help with the um, anti-aging, the wrinkles and that type of thing. Exfoliating is great in your 40s too because you need to help to increase the cellular turnover because it's going to slow down. I like exfoliating. Yeah, you got to do it at least once a week and that'll do wonders for your skin being, you know, staying glowing and help with your scars and your wrinkles and all of that stuff. Um, what about 50 and up? Now, depending on what kind of 50 year old you want to be. 50. <laughs> 50. Because I personally plan when I'm 50 to have some threads put in here. But that's just me. That's I mean, that's not like a facelift. It's just, but, you know, that's just me. But naturally. <laughs> naturally. Yeah. You want to continue just your, your regimen from the time you were 40. You want to make sure you have um exfoliator. You want to have some type of um a uh, glycolic or AHH, some type of acid that helps also with the cellular turnover. That's going to be your best friend. Moisturize that have uh, ceramides or, you know, cholesterol in them is going to help with the lipids and to keep building the fat in the face. So you just want to amp up that routine that you had when you were 40 and just continue on because um, you should be looking like you're 30 when you're 50. So, you know, yeah. you'll be good. But then uh, there's all type of machines. If if that's not the case, <laughs> all type of non-invasive machines that you can go and use. Uh, radio frequency is awesome. There is non-fractional uh, micro needling. There's vampire facials. There's all type of um non-surgical help that you can get if products are not enough for you because i you know everybody can't just use skincare products and it cure all their problems right so there are those options out there okay okay so sorry Tasha. uh well i was just what you was gonna say i was about to say um when should you consult a dermatologist um, if you have cystic inflamed, like pustule acne, you should not go to an esthetician. You should go to a dermatologist because there's probably something internal going on and he will need to prescribe you, right. you know, something to get that calmed down before you go to um, the esthetician. And estheticians and dermatologists, especially if you go to a medical esthetician, they work hand in hand. Um, okay. Usually a medical esthetician has to have some type of medical background in order for them to be called a medical esthetician. Um, and also if you have um, like psoriasis or um, a mole that is changing in shape or color, um, any type of blemish on your skin that is not symmetrical, meaning that it maybe one border looks one way on on the other side it looks different the shape is not symmetrical mm -hmm. um and then if it's a weird brownish or black color if it hurts um if it changes you should see a dermatologist for any of those instances oh, oh. that's good stuff good stuff so going in a different vein um, you also have 
your own skincare line. Is that correct? I do. Tell us how that came about. Um, well, I it's a family-owned business, and um, I work with my aunt and my cousin and uh, one of my other cousins. And one, when I was going through school, my aunt was very interested. They're all beautiful, by the way. My aunt, though, she travels the world, and she is a dual resident of France and America. And so while she was in France, um, and I'm sorry, and they also have ties to um, Korea and China as well. Like they visit there often um, mm-hmm. do, because of the education and things like that. But anyway, in my aunt's travels, she was finding that the uh, skincare that she was having access to in the States was quite different from the skincare that she was purchasing, you know, in other countries. And also the price points were very different in order for us to have the same type of quality here that they had there or the same, you know, ingredient base. It was so expensive. Um, And also we were really interested in Korean beauty. If you know anything about Korean beauty, Korean beauty is awesome. It's like 12, but it's like 12 steps. Most Americans are not, you know how we are. We're not going to do all of those 12 steps. So we were really interested in figuring out a way to marry the Korean skincare re- routine in a price that with with sourcing the same, but in a price point that was and and in a routine that was going to be, you know, <laughs> conducive to what Americans would actually do. So right. once I finished school, we did a um, we did like a launch, but we did. Um, you know, like the off brand, you know, how you can go to the company, you tell them what products you want and it's, they put the label on it. So yeah. we did that originally, which was cool. But for me at that time, I was finishing school and I was more interested in wanting to specifically choose ingredients that we knew were going to work, but we wanted them to be formulated. Um, I, I was already doing like products at home, but I wanted them to be formulated in a, in a, better way I guess um, Mm -hmm. because of the ingredients that we wanted to use and Mm -hmm. then it took about seven months for us to get the sourcing and um, our black soap comes straight from Africa from a tribe in Africa Um, we wanted to make sure that we didn't exploit anyone you know and with our ingredients so a sourcing was really important we got with a cosmetic chemist that helped us you know to make sure our ingredients were pure from you know decent areas and places where, you know, we were not exploiting the the tribes or the, the um, countries that we were getting ingredients from. Um, and that took a long time. So with that being said, I think we came up with some really great products. Um, we were able to get it down into four steps, all 12 of the K-Beauty steps. So we do call it M-Beauty, Melanin Beauty. Because we did target specific um, issues like eczema, psoriasis, and things that women of color have. Um, We did want to use the black soap. But a lot of the research we did said that the black soap was drying. So instead of using a bar soap, we took the black soap and condensed it to a powder. So that we could add other hydrated products to it to make the black soap more effective. So our black soap hydrates, exfoliates. It helps with um, eczema, psoriasis. It um, also helps with pigmentation, which is, you know, the black soap bar doesn't do. 
And it also comes in a powder, which is really cool. You don't have to worry about when you travel um, being over the the um, limits for your liquids, which was one of the things we thought about. Because, like, again, we all, everyone in our company travels a lot. And that was one of the main issues we have. We want to take a carry-on bag. We can't take our skincare products. So with this, you don't have to worry about it. So everything is under the travel, the travel um, size. The mm-hmm. toning essence is 3.4 ounces. So you can take everything with you. When you hold the stuff up, put it in front of you. It's, um, oh, oh I'm sorry. So this is the black soap. Mm-hmm. And then um, the toning essence, because again, with all of the different steps, I personally hate washing my face, toning my face, using a serum. Then I got to use a vitamin. And even though I know that's what I'm supposed to do, I wasn't doing all of that. So with the toning essence, it's the toner, your serum, your vitamin E, your um, hyaluronic acid, your salicylic, everything that you need. So there's like five steps just in the toning essence. Mm -hmm. And then the hydrating serum, same thing. It has your um, natural retinol, your hyaluronic acid, um, ceramides, everything to moisturize your skin. I do use a moisture after this only because, again, I live in Nevada. But depending on where I am, I don't, sometimes I don't have to. But yeah, I used it and um, it kept my face hydrated. Like my face didn't, my face is usually super oily. And it right. Was good. I like it. I use yeah, a um, moisturizer behind mine typically at night, though. Yes. Yeah. So when I wake up in the morning, my skin is usually like really. Like yeah. this morning, I haven't done anything to it. I washed my face last night. And then I didn't um, bring the oil, but we have the oil cleanser. And if you um, go on our Instagram, we actually have a, we're showing you, we use some of the most pigmented makeups, like beauty, beauty bakery, like makeups that usually have something that come with it to take it off. And we've mm-hmm. used our oil cleanser to show that our oil cleanser removes even the most pigmented makeup very easily. Um, so I, I'm very proud of our product line. I think it's awesome. What's your um, Instagram? It's Zenobia Skin. And our um, website is www.zenobiaskin.com. Go ahead and spell Zenobia for the, for the people. Oh, Z-E-N-O-B-I-A. All right. All right. I love it. I love it. I love my skin here. I use Zenobia. I've been using Zenobia since October. Yes. And um, how did we say my skin is thanking me for it? It is. Yes. And you can see Tasha on our website and on our Instagram <laughs> as well with her testimony because she was one of our first product users. I love it. She I love it. Trials. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So um, what advice can you give? For someone looking for the right regimen for their skin? Um, of course, the first thing I'm going to say is use Zenobia, but everything isn't for everybody and I recognize that. So the main thing to pay attention to is what type of skin do you have? Is your skin oily? Is it dry? And you want to try to choose a product that is tailored to your skin condition. Um, there are very few product lines that are for all skin types. 
And even when they say they are for all skin types, you have to pay attention to what are the ingredients and are they going to target? Because if you are oily, but you got great skin, then that's fine. You can use a product like that. But if you're oily and you have acneic skin, you shouldn't use a product for all skin types because you have a skin condition that needs to be corrected. What if so you have true. skin? You said what? Combination skin. What if you have combination skin? Combination skin. Okay, so the ver- the first thing is, let's break this down real quick. If you have, just, just for general rules, if you have uh, dry skin, you should use a creamy cleanser. A creamy creamy type cleanser. If you have oily skin, you probably want to use a gel, or, a gel type cleanser or a foaming cleanser. Because usually foaming cleansers don't have an oil or they have an oil that will help to combat your oily skin. Okay. If you have acneic skin, most of the time acneic cleansers are foaming because they penetrate deeper and they don't have the oils, you know, or like I said, an oil that's going to help with the acne. So that's yes. like a rule of thumb that you can use as a starting base. Yes. So combination skin, you could do a creamy cleanser or you could do a gel cleanser i personally would choose the cream cleanser over gel because you usually you're only oily in your t-zone and you don't want to dry out the chicken because then you'll crack and have wrinkles so choose the cream cleanser because a lot of times most of us don't know but we're oily because we're not putting enough oil Mm -hmm. and our skin our oil glands are overworking producing the oil so you combat oil with oil Right. You use the oil to trick the skin to think so that it's at its homeostasis, and that usually stops the oil production. Did you get yeah. that anomalous? Use oil to combat oil. Yes. That was um. That was on Mary had a little lamb. Uh, on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> a little lamb. Jeez. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. All right. So. We want to thank our special guest, Miss Keon, uh, for all of them. And um, we also want to uh, give love to her podcast as well. Um, Oh, yeah. What's your podcast again? Oh, these anomalous might not be ready for that ratchetness. This is not. <laughs> is, this is not the anomalous black woman podcast, honey. It is unapologetically us, and we are unapologetic over there. So, unapologetically us mm-hmm. and yours. Yours. Oh, unapologetically key for all your reality show ratchetness. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. How do you spell key? K E I. K E I. K E I. I love it. I love it. Uh, anything else you want to share before you leave? No, I love my friends. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we love you too. Definitely. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> I know I had to wait all the way to season two, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here now. We 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 got you. You coming back later on this season? Don't. don't. Okay, I'm gonna come back two more times. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure some stuff out so I can come back. I'm gonna start some more businesses or something. 
<laughs> yes, it did. Promote my restaurant later on this year. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. And I expect you to do it too. So back to our quote of the day real quick. Beauty is in the skin. We all agree on that. Take care of it. Oil it to combat oil. Clean it. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't want to scrub it, but you do want to exfoliate. Yeah. Perfume. Clean. <laughs> yes, clean. Perfume it not so much in the face, but you can do a little on the uh lower body half. And put on not all your, the lower body. Not all the lower body, not in the V, That's not in the podcast. V. That's yeah, it podcast. is, it is, it is. We're not gonna go there. So perfume. <laughs> and put on your best clothes even if there is no special occasion that includes lingerie too ladies i just want you to know if you have a moment because that's what i do and you'll feel like a queen if society is hard on you fight back by pampering your skin skin is political otherwise why would the imams order us to hide it fatima mernice and with that we'd like to say thank y'all for joining us And if you you. want to uh, be on the Anomalous Black Women podcast, shoot us an email at reach at anomalousblackwomen.com. You can follow us on our YouTube, subscribe, ABW Podcast. Mm -hmm. And we are homed. That ain't right. That ain't right. Our podcast home. Is Anchor FM. <laughs> the podcast base. Is that how it's called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no, that's good. That's good. Um, so yeah. Check us out. Subscribe. Follow us on IG Anomalous Black Women, Facebook Anomalous Black Women, wherever you think that you feel comfortable and get in where you fit in. We want to see y'all there. Uh leave your feedback. And we love y'all, anomalies. Thank you. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye.